Welcome to this edition of Morgan Asked For Podcast. Wednesday, so it is NFL Weekly. As always, we'll be joined by Trevor Voss here in just a second. We are through, I believe, week 13. This coming up will be week 14 of the NFL, so definitely the final uh, stretch. And so far, the NFL is doing everything in their power to not go any longer, including last night, Des Bryant getting pulled off the field as he was warming up, and they still played the game. So um, the NFL is just saying, we're playing. If at all costs, we'll play any day of the week, another Wednesday or another Tuesday night game, along with two games on Monday. Um, they've, uh, you know, just shown they don't care when or where they're going to play and get all the games in. Yeah, they're going to get these games in, it looks like, uh, no matter what it takes, whether it's a Tuesday or Wednesday night game, uh, whether it's, like you said, multiple Monday night games. And Des Bryant I did get pulled off the field there for a positive test. So it, it looks like things, I mean, we've only got four weeks left to go. So I think the NFL is going to get all these games in on time. And hopefully, obviously, when we get to the playoffs, every team has played 16 games and uh, we have a fair playoff bracket. Yeah, I mean, I, th I think, you know, the only thing they might do is I, I truly believe they might go to eight. I really think that's their next step in the playoffs. If it really comes down to a, you know, week 17 and they cannot get a game in or something and it comes close, they might just go eight teams in there. That That's what I think will happen if it happens really late in the year, in the season. We've talked about that a couple times on here, and right now it's still at seven, but the NFL has said they'll go to eight in each conference. So you're right. I think that's something that they'll look to do. And if the tests, if we keep getting a lot more COVID cases and positive tests, that's something that they might have to consider if, if there's a few teams that only get to play 15 games instead of 16. All right, now let's just kind of go back over, uh, you know, the week. Um, really kind of the, the surprise of the week uh, really was the New York Giants who are playing super well, uh, winning at so Seattle, correct? It was in Seattle? It was at Seattle. Now, I don't think Seattle has any fans. Right. Uh, obviously, it's at least reduced if they do, but I still don't think they have any there in Seattle. Otherwise, that's a really tough place to play. But, yeah, how about that? The Giants going in with Colt McCoy, their backup quarterback, and – beating the Seahawks, uh, big surprise there. Again, the Giants are a team that I've been kind of high on. I really like Joe Judge and, and Daniel Jones, and I like what they're doing there. I didn't expect them to beat the Seahawks, that's for sure. But this is a team that uh, they've remaining schedule. They've got the Cardinals, Browns, Ravens, and Cowboys. And three of those four are at home. The Cardinals are on a three-game losing streak, and it sounds like Kyler Murray has a bum shoulder. Well, I want to see what they can do through that stretch, but they kind of remind me of not quite as good, maybe not record-wise, but the Titans of last year going into the playoffs where people didn't really expect them to, to do much. Or if you remember back in 2017, the Jaguars right. got to the AFC Championship game. And in the fourth quarter, they had a lead against uh, the Patriots. I'm not saying the, the Giants are going to make an NFC Championship game, but if they can win three out of four or four out of four here to end the season, go into playoffs – uh, that's a team that can maybe do some damage because they're well coached and they rank, they, they really rank well on a lot of the statistical rankings, uh, points allowed, rushing yards, their defense, and they're not very penalized. So they're well coached. Yeah. And, you know, I actually saw an article this morning that I think the players really like playing for Joe Judge. Um, he's changed a few things. They, uh, they have started more like the NBA has changed uh, the sleeping habits where like, 
you know, the other day they played in Seattle, they stayed all night and then leave till Monday morning. Uh, and they're just thinking that's a lot better on your body and will help recovery um, as in. So he's, he's been willing to change and be flexible and listen to the players. I think they did it when they played in LA and the players really liked it. So they've just done that every week now. So, um, you know, he, he's a, one of those guys, a Belichick uh, disciple that will do anything and everything to try to get an advantage. And uh, it seems to be working for him. And, you know, I think the off season and all the weirdness of it and the circumstances uh, caused them to not be as good early. Um, but now that they've, you know, everybody's figuring out what to do and where everybody stands and everything, they're playing really good football. Yeah, you're right. The uh, He's probably bringing a lot of stuff that he learned in New England and Again, his opening press conference when he first got hired, he, he talked about stretching properly in practice. And I've never heard a coach in a, you know, an opening press conference hired talk about stretching properly to prevent injuries. So uh, it seems like he's a really smart guy. He's got a good staff around him. And, yeah, we'll, we'll see what they do with the final four games. But this, this could be a team that, uh, obviously, if they win the division, they're going to host a playoff game. And right. there's a lot of teams I don't think that would want to play them. Yeah, I agree. They're playing better than uh... – those uh, five and six and seven teams that they would face. Right. Know. All right. And then, you know, kind of, and then the other big surprise, um, obviously Washington uh, beating uh, Pittsburgh, knocking them off of the unbeatens, the Miami Dolphins. I saw a thing and I think I shared it on our group or whatever that, you know, Larry Zonka was toasting it, you know, unfortunately that team's getting less and less of the 72 Dolphins, you know, just with, uh, people passing away and stuff, but it's it's always kind of funny. I think it's a, maybe a little bit petty and stuff, but it is, you know, it's their thing and, and it's, they've done it a long time and, and good for them. And, um, you know, the undefeated uh, will not happen in 2020. Yeah, the Dolphins undefeated, uh, obviously they do that every year where they, they do a toast and it's a little annoying, but I don't blame them. I mean, if I, if you're a part of a team like that, the only undefeated team in history, you'd, you definitely want to make sure people remember every year. Right. And yeah, going back to the, to Washington beating the Steelers. Um, I, I got to admit, I, I guess I kind of had a blind spot with the Steelers just because they were undefeated until this week, but they're, they're 29th in rushing this year and it doesn't seem to be getting any better. They're asking big Ben to throw the ball probably more than they should. Do you throw it 50 times? Uh, 53. Yep. And they've lost players on defense. So they still have T.J. Watt and uh, Minka Fitzpatrick. But this is a team that's – I think they have the Bills next week. So we're going to find out just how good they are. They they might start trending in the wrong direction because we've talked about when you get in the playoffs, you have, you have to be able to run the ball a little bit. Yep. Uh, you don't necessarily have to have a star, but you have to be able to pick up first downs in certain situations. And right now they're just not doing that. Absolutely. All right. Uh you know, those are kind of my top two games. Uh, what were a couple of the highlights that you had? Well, the first is the Browns getting to nine and three. Yep. Uh, I figured the Titans would win that game. And Baker had 334 yards and four touchdowns. Now, the Titans don't have a good, uh, really a good defense this year. They've been struggling. But that that's good to see out of Baker. Um, it's been a while since he's had a game like that. And the Browns to get to nine and three, their their fans have to be excited. That's good for them. Uh, obviously, most people probably saw the Raiders and Jets. Greg Williams calling up the uh, all-out blitz there a couple times, which was just 
idiotic and I don't know what he was thinking. There, there's people that were saying that they did that on purpose so they could try to lose the game. But before that, I think they scored 14 or 15 unanswered points on the Raiders. Yeah. So I, I don't know if that was necessarily a, a tank job there on the final two plays. I, I don't know. But anyway, Greg Williams has been fired. And, uh, and I, I listened to some people talk about that and they're like, overall, why? Why did they fire him now? Because now they're going to, you know, he's still going to get paid and he's not working. You might as well pay him to work. They're not good anyway. Who cares? <laughs> well, he's a guy that uh, he butts heads with coaches a lot. Right. He does. I don't know if you watched the hard knocks with the Browns a few years ago. Yeah. But he was always getting into it with Todd Haley and Hugh Jackson. And he has a reputation as that. So maybe maybe something took place in the locker room and argument and they just had to let him go. I mean, yeah. I mean, they're, they're going to pay him for to not work and the whole staff's getting fired in a month anyway. So, right. um, yeah, those, those were just a couple games. Uh, you know, the Rams beat the, the Cardinals. I think, like I said, yeah. the Cardinals have lost three in a row yeah. now. So. They're, they're kind of coming back to reality. They were maybe a little bit of smoke uh, earlier in the year. Yeah. And again, they're young. They're, they're probably a year away. Uh, the Patriots put it on the Chargers, 45 to nothing. Um, Bill Belichick again against young quarterbacks. He just, whatever he does, I mean, it, it works, obviously. Um, and I think that's going to be another coaching staff, I think, that's going to uh, be out of a job here in a month. Yeah, I, I agree. They, they're they going to have to change staffs there and with the Chargers. And, yeah, the Patriots, I think Cam Newton only had 69 yards passing. <laughs> <laughs> so one forty-five to nothing. So you, you don't see that very often. But if there's a team that's going to do it, it's it's Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Uh, and the Bills get to nine and three, beating the Forty ers Josh Allen looked really yeah, good. I'd say he played really, really well. That's a team that I've been kind of holding off on as maybe a top five team this year. But they're, I think they're approaching it though. They're close. I mean, yeah, they're, they're Josh Allen's made improvements every year that he's been in the league. And their defense is starting to play a little better. So they're, they're trending the right way for sure. Absolutely. You know, and, and just the Bears, again, are just bad. Just bad. <laughs> well. That's a coaching staff that I want to get fired. I don't know if they will, but I want them fired. Yeah. Uh, Matt Nagy, I was kind of high on coming into the season. But as the season's gone on, I think it's probably time for just a total change there. You know, it, it would be one thing, you know, he came in as an offensive guy. You knew they had a decent defense, but their offense is awful. How, how do you, I mean, you know, and, and this is just me as a, a, a football guy that, you know, he, he was the guy before Eric Bieniemy, and he goes there and he can't figure it out. Now, yeah. Is Eric, does that give anybody a pause about Eric Bieniemy? Because maybe it's just Andy Reid. I don't think it'll give anyone pause. I mean, Doug Peterson came from Andy Reid. Now, Doug Peterson's struggling right now. Say, he, he's not doing but he well did, But he did get a Super Bowl. So, right. yeah. Um, and Matt Nagy, I mean, if we're being honest, Nick Foles and Mitch Trubisky, there isn't too much you can do with those guys. No. He could be doing better, of course, but that's what happens when you get the quarterback wrong. Right. You lose games and you get fired. That's – when you get the quarterback wrong. And I don't think he he didn't want Trubisky anyway, I don't think. So he was never on so board either. with that. Yeah, and I we've talked about it before. I don't mean to bring it up, but you guys could have had Watson or Mahomes and Well and we didn't have to trade up one spot to get him. Yeah, would you give up like three second round picks? Yeah, we had the that, we had the third pick and traded up to the second pick to get him. With the 49ers, and I think you right. gave him 
like three second rounders oh, or something. Yeah. Not good. Over two years. Yeah, I, it was. I want the GM gone too. Yeah, Ryan Pace. He he has to go, and he made a mistake there. And like I said, when you when you get the quarterback wrong, you're you're done. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one thing I did want to get into real quick, since we mentioned uh, the Eagles, they're going to go to Jalen Hurts this week. Yep. I think they have to start him the rest of the season because they need to see what they have in him. And there's a lot of talk about Carson Wentz's contract. I saw stats on that. It's like – it's insane how much caps – if they cut him, how much cap hit they it'd still be, take. It'd be $59 million next year if they cut him. <laughs> but here's, here's one thing that people are missing. He can be traded. Right. If they trade him, it's $33 million. Now, that's still a lot. It's way better but than 59 It is. Now, $33 million, what's that mean? You have to start looking at teams with cap space next year. The Jags and Jets have the first and second most cap space. They're obviously going to draft rookies. They're going to get Lawrence and Fields. Right. You go to the team with the third most cap space with $76 million, and this just makes too much sense. It's the Colts. Frank Wright is their head coach. He was the offensive coordinator with the Eagles when Carson Wentz was having that MVP season before he got hurt. Phillip Rivers is going to be done after this year. You think he has? I, I know he signed I a one-year deal, but. I, well, I heard that he has to have an offseason uh, foot in, or foot surgery. Okay. And he's getting older anyway. And I, I think I think there's a good chance that Wentz is on the Colts come next season. And what the Colts could do, they might not even have to send a draft pick. They might just say, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll take the We'll take, we'll take the contract and then not even have to. Right. If you remember four years ago, four or five, uh, the Texans traded Brock Osweiler to the Browns. They traded him and uh, a third or a fourth round pick, and the Browns didn't trade anything back. They just took on the cap space. Right. So the Browns had so much cap space that they they traded for him, and really what they did is they ate up some of their cap and they got a, a fourth round pick, just right. another draft pick. So that's something that the Colts may, might look to do. A few other teams with cap space, the Patriots with $67 million. I don't know if they'd want to go after a turnover-prone quarterback. I don't think um, The Browns already have a turnover-prone quarterback that they're trying to work with. Um, if you look at the Panthers have $26 million. Teddy Bridgewater is not the guy. They're not going to go with him long-term. He's a, he's a poor man's Alex Smith, if that makes sense. Yep. And then one last team with some cap space is the Broncos at $22 million. Drew Locke's not the guy. Um, Clearly, and he's kind of an idiot running up and down the field all the time when they're losing and dancing. He he doesn't have it figured out. So, uh, I think there's a good chance that Wentz is on the Colts come next season. That's um, good. You heard it here first on the Morgan he asked for podcast. Trevor, right? Calling it now. <laughs> so, we look at some games next week. Uh, Thursday night, we got the Patriots at the Rams. Get a Super Bowl rematch there. Bill Belichick and Sean McVay. That should be a good primetime game. Yep. Uh, Chiefs at the Dolphins. That looks – that's that's a lot better game today than it was three weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, that, that'll be exciting to see uh, Tua versus Mahomes. Uh, the Dolphins are playing really well. Kansas City is a seven-point favorite on the road. So, hopefully it's a it's a close game. Uh, the Cardinals, six and six, are at the Giants. Arizona is actually favored by two and a half in that one, which is a little surprising. Um, maybe they're thinking that the Giants coming off that big win might not see how the young players handle that one. Yep. The Vikings are at the Buccaneers. Vikings are – it's a big game for them because they're fighting for a wild card yeah, spot. I say they're, they're right in the playoff hunt now. I mean, that's they are, crazy. 
<laughs> it's a big one. And again, we we talked about a lot on the show. The Buccaneers. We'll see what they did in their bye week. Yep. They got to start. You know. Yeah, they got to go. They got to go now. They need they need to go win three or four out of these last four to get uh, rolling in the right direction. They do. They need to win at least three out of the four, if not all four. And I want to see them be able to run the ball, and I want to see shorter passes. If they don't do any of that and say they have to go play at the Giants yeah. first round of the playoffs, I'll, I'll bet the Giants on that one. If the Giants go in hot just because they're a better coach team and they can run the ball and they're fundamentally more sound than the Buccaneers are, I would say, at this point. Yeah, I would agree with that. Colts at the Raiders. Colts are 8-4. and four. Raiders are 7-5. and five. That's a big wild card spot there. Well, actually, potentially the Colts could win the division, but that's a big game either way for both those teams yep. for the AFC playoffs. The Jets 0-12, they're at the 8-4 uh, and four Seahawks. You think that uh, the Seahawks are going to take some anger out? I, I would assume so, but they haven't been playing as good lately. They haven't. Um, we'll but see. I, that, one get, that one could get ugly quickly, though. Yeah. I, um. The, the Saints are at the Eagles. That game wouldn't be as interesting. But, again, Jalen Hurts right. is starting. I think Taysom Hill will probably start again. I, I guess I didn't even check into that. But I assume they'll let Breeze rest another week. Yeah, I think so. I think I did see next week maybe. I right. saw something with him, but I cannot remember exactly what I saw. Then I think the following week after that, they host the Chiefs. So maybe that's when yeah. it back because, you know, the uh, Saints are still fighting for that number one. Right. They've got the Packers right on their hill who – beat them earlier in the year and we look at Sunday night we got the Steelers at the Bills that's a big game Buffalo's favored by two and a half we'll see if the Steelers can establish a running game and again this will be a big another big primetime game for the Bills to see if they're ready to take the next step and Monday night we got the Ravens at the Browns Ravens are fighting to get back in the wild card hunt and the Browns are looking to get to double digit wins for the first time since I guess I don't know when but probably at least 10, 12 years. I'm thinking, I think I heard this again. I, I hear a lot of things and I forget. Yeah. Uh, I'm not so <laughs> sure it isn't like 2002. Like, that, that could be. Um, I think they made the playoffs with like Kelly Holcomb. Yes. Quarterback last time. Uh, and, and I get, I can't remember what year that was. It's like 06 or 07. Maybe that sounds, that sounds about right. Yeah. Kelly, I, I did. I do know that Kelly Holcomb was their starting quarterback last time they made the playoffs. Yeah, I think I think so. For some reason, I just remember him. I think he was number ten. Um, yeah. And anyway, yeah, I don't know why I remember that, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Kelly Hoke <laughs> at quarterback. So, big game for the Browns. Uh, good for them. Yeah, that's that's kind of a statement game for the Browns. Yeah, the Ravens aren't what they were, but they're still really good in that division. Mm -hmm. And you know, a team that, uh, and obviously, there's still some animosity there with them leaving Cleveland, going to Baltimore. And, you know, just rivalry, they want to win that game. Yeah. It, again, the Ravens aren't quite as good as they were last year, but it, again, it, you're right, it is a statement game for the Browns. Um, the Ravens and Steelers have had their number past couple of years. Well, I mean, forever, I guess I'm talking the, the Baker area. Uh, so, big game for them. We'll see what they can do. Um, right now, kind of looking at the AFC playoffs, if the playoffs were to start today. Pittsburgh would get the bye. Kansas City would host the Colts, host the Colts. That's a tough one to say. Uh, <laughs> Buffalo would host Miami. And Tennessee would host Cleveland, have a little rematch there. You would think that Tennessee would want some revenge. Yep. The NFC playoffs, 
Saints would have the bye. Green Bay would host the Vikings. The Rams would host Tampa Bay, and Seattle would be on the road at the Giants. You know, if I'm Seattle, that's not horrible. I mean, that's a team that you, f- you feel like you can beat that team. I, I know you just did get beat by them, but that's, uh, you know, if you have to go on the road, which you're going to have to probably now that they mm-hmm. lost that game, they're okay with that. Yeah, I mean, Russell Wilson's really good on the road, so if you're going to bet on any team to win a road playoff game, I'd, I'd go with Russell Wilson. And, yeah, the Rams lead that division right now, but uh, the Rams and Seahawks play uh, week 16. So that, that'll probably be for the division there. Mm-hmm. And that'll be big because whoever wins, obviously a division winner gets to post a yeah. playoff game. Yeah, and, that, and that's big, especially those teams out west or way east. You know, obviously if you're a team like Kansas City, obviously they're it's not super far anywhere. Um, in the in the Midwest or anything, but when you're on the coast, if you have to go all the way across, it stinks. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, I mean, if Seattle would have to go all the way to New York, that's about as far as they can go. Yep. Um, I believe the furthest trip NFL teams can make is Seattle to Miami. Yes. Yep. So that that would be a long one. So yeah, they definitely want to get a get a home playoff game for sure. All right, and so, you know, uh, we, we talked about Jalen Hurts starting. Any other, you know, kind of roster changes or injuries or anything? Uh, did Pittsburgh lost another linebacker, I believe? Well, I know they lost Bud Dupree. I, week ago. I, I guess I didn't hear any news uh, recently if they lost another defensive player. I think so. Let me look it up real quick. Uh, Bengals put Jonah Williams on IR with a knee injury. They're starting left tackle. And we've talked before that, you know, the Bengals are going to have to draft some more offensive linemen next year's draft to protect Joe Burrow. Jadavion Clowney is out with the season with a knee injury. I think we talked about that last week. Maybe not. Maybe I heard that wrong or whatever. Okay. Um, yeah, and kind of speaking of the draft, uh, looking at the current draft order, <coughs> Obviously, it's the Jets, Jags, and Bengals as of right now. Those are probably the top three. I don't really see that changing. Right. Um, but the number four team is the Cowboys. And I think they have to consider taking a quarterback there because they paid so much money to so many players on their roster and they, they couldn't get a deal done with Dak. You almost wonder, do they need to start over with a, with a rookie quarterback on a rookie contract right. and kind of rebuild that offense line and defense? Um, something they need to consider – and if you look at the, a lot of these teams in the top 13, there's a lot of teams that either need a quarterback or have to start thinking about the future. I uh, look at the Eagles at six. Obviously, Carson Wentz is playing as bad as anyone. Right. The Panthers at seven. You know, Teddy Bridgewater's not the long-term guy. Atlanta at eight. <coughs> Matt Ryan's 35 years old, so it's about time to start looking for his replacement. The Broncos at 10. We talked about Locke's not the guy. Right. Washington at 11, they need a quarterback. The Lions at 12, maybe. I mean, Matt Stafford's 32. He's got a lot of football left, but maybe they need to change there in Detroit. I think that, you know, that might depend a little bit on who they hire and, and what they want to mm-hmm. do as a, a staff or whatever. If they think, you know, if Stafford, whoever they hire, I mean, I think you have to go to Stafford and say, hey, are you committed to being here for a few years? Right. I mean, I think you have to have that conversation with him because uh, he's, what, what is he? 30, 32, 32. So yeah. So he could play for five, six more years. Not a, not an issue. Um, but he may not want to in Detroit and, you know, 
yeah, that's definitely a conversation that the new staff will have to have with them. And then your Bears at pick 13. Obviously, we know they need a quarterback. So there's a lot of teams there uh, in the top half of the first round that are going to be looking at quarterbacks. I mean, we got Lawrence and Fields, Trey Lance. Then we got guys like Zach Wilson, BYU, Mac Jones of Alabama, and Kyle Trask of, of Florida. Those are basically the big six right now. Um, I was going to ask you. Who do you like after, you know, I, I think – uh, you know, Lawrence is a can't miss. I mean, I, I really think he's an Andrew Luck, Peyton Manning, you know, mm -hmm. you know, without injuries, uh, you know, quarterback for 10 or 15 years, you know, he's your guy. Do you think, you know, those Ohio State quarterbacks have not had success in the NFL? Now, Fields looks good. I mean, don't kid yourself, but they just have not transitioned well because they're used to having so good of players around them that they're just better than everybody else. So they look really, really good. Um, you know, Trask has been, you know, he's kind of the burrow of this year. And if you actually look yeah. at his stats, they're the same way. Now he's been good, but he's never had a year even close to this. And he's not going to jump all the way to number one like Burrow did. Um, no, he, but he after Lawrence, who's your next best guy? I'm, I'm going to stick with Fields as of right now. Just and the reason is that I I think that he has a better chance than a lot of other guys is he's had a lot of starts, a lot of experience. I think that's going to help him, and he seems mature. I thought Dwayne Haskins didn't really seem very mature coming out. Yeah. He was a young guy, um, you know. And then after that, I, I need to go watch more of, of Trey Lance again. Yeah, he I just, only played one I game always, this year. I always worry about the and, and he, the lower level guys. I mean, if you're good enough, you can play. I don't I don't care what level you're at, but but he's been, you know, he was one of the best recruits anyway. I mean, he was – that's just what he decided to do and just worry that he hasn't had the consistent, you know, teams playing against him that, that are as good as him. You know, that's one thing, you know, for the lack of the Ohio State guys being successful in the NFL, they play good teams every week. Right. And they beat good teams, you know, in the playoffs and stuff. It's just, you know, they've got first-rounders all around them. Now he doesn't. So when he looks really good, you know, it, it looks different. But I just worry with him and, and even Zach Wilson a little bit, just their lack of competition translating to the NFL. But then, you know, you look at like a Josh Allen who's and Carson Wentz really until this year has has done well in the NFL. Yeah, you always I'm sure there's a lot of coaches and GMs that worry about that. And I think back in the day that might have been more of an issue. But again, Lance and Wilson are runners. And we've talked about that uh, being mobile is, is more of an option now in the NFL. You can do more. You can run around more. You still have to be able to throw from the pocket. But, you know, guys aren't – quarterbacks aren't getting hit like they used to. So having the ability to run is, is a big asset. Um, I was going to ask you about Brock Purdy. I almost wonder if he should come back for his senior season. Early in the season, his play wasn't as good, but then right. – I, I mean, since that – first half against Baylor where he was awful through the three picks. I mean, just, I mean, he's been as good as anybody. I mean, you put his stats up against, you know, maybe not the yards and touchdowns, but the, as what well, he's played as well as anybody since then. Right. And, you know, obviously they're winning. And, and so he's getting a little bit uh, more looks. I just don't see him being, you know, a first rounder, um, maybe a second rounder. Um, you know, and, and from everything, you know, his family situation is good. I don't, it's not a money deal. Um, but, you know, I, I think he'd be crazy not to get some feedback 
And, you know, if you're a top three, you know, first three round pick, you have a decision to make and, and you can't blame a kid if he decides it decides to go. But, you know, sitting here in, in the first part of December, I mean, I just don't see how he doesn't come back, but you know, if they would go beat Oklahoma and, you know, then they get into the cotton bowl and they beat, let's say they play Florida and they beat Florida, you know, and he outplays Kyle Trask in that game. You know how, I mean, people skyrocket up to draft boards if they do that, you know? Yeah, I was going to, that's one thing I was going to mention. If, if he goes out and beats Oklahoma and has a really good game and then wins in a bowl game, those are, those are two impressive wins and scouts will, that's yeah. you know, the last image or memory is, is important, especially if it's a good one. So right now he's, most rankings have him about eight to 10 quarterback overall. So that, that's about third to fifth round. Right. And, and I think that's where he is. I mean, I, I really, and I think, you know, he comes back and has an outstanding year next year. Um, you know, can he get into the second round? Maybe. I just don't see him being a first round pick. I just don't. But No, and I, I almost, I think second round might be tough as well. But again, if he has two really good games in a row, because right. um, I think the top six are pretty much a lock with Mac Jones and Kyle Trask grounding out those guys. But you know, the first 40 picks, those those six will probably go. And then after that, you got, you know, Jamie Newman at Georgia and Kellen Mond at A&M. Right. Sam Ellinger at Texas, which I think he'll be a later round pick. Yeah. Uh, probably 50. I think he, he's not a senior either, I don't think. But I just don't see him. Yeah. That. I'm not sure if he is either now that you say that. He might not be. And uh, so, yeah, it would be interesting to see how Brock plays these final two games. Hopefully he can play well and beat Oklahoma and then, We'll see. They they have a small chance to get into the playoffs. Yeah, I just you know they, they I, have to. I think they have to put a whooping on Oklahoma to get to have a chance to get in. Well, I think that, and then also I think I don't know. Let's you know one of the scenarios is obviously Notre Dame beats Clemson again. Okay, so you got Clemson with two losses to the number two Notre Dame team, and you got Iowa State with a loss to Oklahoma State, which is what it is. They're ranked or whatever, but then a loss to Louisiana. That's just. That's, those two losses aren't the same, but do you want to see Notre Dame and Clemson play for a third time? I don't right. know. You know, that's, I mean, you're going to have, I just, I don't see it. I think, you know, if things happen the way they are, I think they can get all the way up to fifth. And, you know, I, I think the, the biggest thing. Out. Yeah. And I just don't see how you can put a two loss team in there. I just don't. I mean, I think the one thing that would help, and I haven't heard today, is if somehow Ohio State doesn't get in, right? And I, Big Ten's going to change the rules. I don't. I don't care. Yeah, I think so. They're going. Ohio State will will play for a Big Ten title. I don't care. Yeah. And you know, obviously, they need to win it. You know, obviously, if they lose or, um, you know, and you know, your other thing, you know, you go there. If Florida beats Alabama, they got both one. Alabama's still in. I mean, I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're they're really yeah, Alabama's really, getting in. Yeah. Um, you can. When you talk I think, about the Notre, playoff. I think Notre Dame's in no matter what. If they lose to Clemson and it's close, I mean, I shouldn't say, you know, if they get beat 45 to five, to 10 or something, maybe not. But if it's a good game, how do you not put Notre Dame in? Right. So, I mean, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. It's, you know, at least we've got some good football on now. Earlier in the spring, we were talking about no sports. And well, absolutely. here we are. Football season's almost over. I mean, we're getting into playoff time, bowl season. Uh, so enjoy it while we have it, because soon enough it'll it'll be over, and then you and I, I guess, will 
we'll start talking about the combine and draft. Absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, just, you know, one more thing. I know it's the NFL, but, you know, colleges, what are they going to do? Let's that week of the championship games, if there's COVID and those games aren't played, I mean, that's going to screw it up too. I mean, let's, let's just say Iowa state and Oklahoma can't play, which mm-hmm. I mean, it could happen. I mean, that's no, nobody's fault. Um, or Ohio, let's say Ohio state does play Ohio or uh, Northwestern and that game doesn't get played. I mean, now what do you do? Yeah. The, the playoff committee and the bowl, the bowl games are going to have to be uh, open to moving those games back. Those days I think back. you have to play those games. Yeah. You have, you have to play. I think we lost Trevor there. Um, so we will, and I think we're, we're about done, but uh, again, thanks for listening. And we'll see you guys next week on the NFL weekly. Thank you for listening to Morgan. You asked for a podcast. If you like what you hear, click the like button or hit subscribe. If you want to hear more episodes from Morgan, you asked for a podcast. Also, if you would like to comment or with any show ideas or anything, please contact me at Morgan, you asked for a podcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at Ryan Morgan 34.